Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, for, for of course, checking out the series, for subscribing. Uh, if you're not already subscribed, there's great reasons to do it. You get three brand new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And if you're already subscribed, thank you. Now the biggest thing you can do is uh, rate and review this series as well. Uh, that goes so far in helping this series grow. Subscribe, rate, and review. I'll keep the great guests coming your way. In fact, some of our recent guests have included, uh, let's see, Slow Dive. Neil Halstead from Slow Dive was here. Emily Hampshire, you might know her as Stevie from uh, from Schitt's Creek or from 12 Monkeys. Uh, she uh, dropped in to talk about self-reliance with Jake Johnson. Uh, Neck Deep, the pop punk band. We also have Michael Shannon on here uh, as we nerded out about R.E.M. Slater Kenny dropped by. Eduardo Franco from uh, Stranger Things. Jack Antonoff, the uh, super producer who also fronts Bleachers. We had Doctor Who himself, Peter Capaldi, McKenna Grace from the Ghostbusters movies, Janelle Monet, Andy Taylor of Duran Duran, Josh Homme, Queens of the Stone Age, Dolly Parton. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, actress Mary Holland. Uh, she, too, will be talking about self-reliance. It's the new Hulu film written, directed, and starring Jake Johnson. It tells the story of a guy given the opportunity to win a million dollars if he can dodge a few hidden assassins for a month while trying to convince his family and friends that he's not crazy. <laughs> Mary, who recently also starred in Maggie Moore's and the Big Door Prize, uh, will tell us about her friendship with Jake, uh, playing a sister opposite Emily Hampshire, coming up with uh, coming up uh, in improv with uh, Daryl J. Johnson, who also stars in the movie, and if she'd blindly get into a limo with Andy Samberg in it, as does happen in the film. 
Mary is also going to talk about the uh, the other side of her work as a writer for uh, The Happiest Season and if she'd want to do a sequel, and a script she's currently working on about and in cooperation with Lance Bass of NSYNC and Daniel Fisher of Boy Meets World about the time they dated in high school before blowing up in NSYNC and Boy Meets World. All that and more, we're talking self-reliance. It's Kyle Meredith with Mary Holland. Hi. So, you know, I guess we should start with the obvious little part here. How how did you end up with Jake Johnson in this movie? Well, Jake is a, Jake's a good buddy of mine. And uh, I worked with him a handful of times. I, I did an episode of New Girl, and then I, I did a commercial that he directed. And so um, I've known him for, for years. And uh, when the, the audition opportunity came through for this movie, I was... Uh, of course, over the moon to get the chance to audition for him, let alone uh, hopefully work with him. So, um, so yeah, I got on a, a Zoom with him and the casting director, and we talked about the character, and we we played a bit, we read a few scenes, and uh, yeah, that that's sort of how how it all came together. But um, he's so he's such a uh, a visionary, like he really knows what he wants and what he wanted for this movie. And the family is such an important aspect of the story. You know, we're, we're kind of, we are his touchstone in life, but at the same time, we, we do not believe him even a little bit. So, so I think that's, that's a really, uh, there's sort of a balance that needs to happen there where, you know, the family isn't antagonistic towards him, but there is a sort of cut the BS aspect to it so so yeah so he was he was really specific about what he wanted with that. yeah i mean that premise was set up so good to yeah to not believe someone exactly you know, with, with everything going up with the way you know tommy is like it's it's so easy and and seeing you and and, and emily and you know as sisters and the way the personalities <laughs> come out yeah i'd love to hear that part of the conversation too and i've, t- I've talked with her about this but but you know, she gets to be a little bit more the sarcastic one. You, uh, you yeah. Know, is yours a bit more the stern one? Would you say? Yeah, I think I think my character kind of took on a parental role in this family when when their dad left. You know, I think the our mother isn't isn't super strong willed, has a hard time putting her foot down, is a little can sort of be manipulated by all three of us, and so I think my character really fulfilled that role of the disciplinarian in the family, the, the like parent who, who does put their foot down and um, won't put up with any nonsense and, and like it sort of enforces boundaries in a boundaryless family. So that was definitely how I saw her. And, uh, and I think it's really fun with Emily's character because she's, she's a little kooky. She's a little, she like, is a bit mischievous. She enjoys the sort of, uh, the absurdity of this whole situation. And that's really nice to contrast with my character who's like, the, the, stop. <laughs> it's just like, wants the nonsense to be over. Yeah. I really need more scenes with the two. I need a movie maybe with the two of you all, the uh, the sister. I'm, that's a- I'm in. I, I'll sign the contract today. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the other side of it, because uh, uh, Daryl Johnson, he plays your husband. Yeah. You know, I was like, you you all have history. Is that right? Like really? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, Daryl and I know each other from the comedy community. We do improv comedy together here in LA. So I've known him uh, for a few years in, in that world. And so it was really fun to get to do this movie with him. I don't know how often that happens. 
uh, you know, in, in like you, LA is a big place. California is a big place and Hollywood's a small town, right? Like, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And especially in the, in, I feel like in comedy specifically that it really does feel like a small world. You run into a lot of the same people. And if you're, you're in the, um, in the community where you're performing live a lot, you, you run into so many people, you play with so many people, you get really comfortable with each other. So uh, it is really nice to get to just show up on set and be like, oh yeah, I know. Yeah. This is my friend. We work together. Yeah. Like that, that, that puts you, I'm guessing that puts you so far ahead of getting comfortable with somebody. Definitely. It puts you immediately at ease. There's a trust there, which is great. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Mary Holland. With a movie like this, and and I've said this to like an original movie, you know, I don't see anything else like this right now. You know, you don't know what's coming. You don't know how it's played for. And looking at the roles that you land in recently, you know, whether it's uh, Maggie Moore's, whether Mm -hmm. it's Door Prize, (laughs) It seems like this is what you would look for. Not everybody gets lucky and that they end up in what they want. Yeah, How does it work exactly. for you? Because this is what it looks like for you. <laughs> yeah, I. it's definitely, I feel so lucky. And it, it, it. you're exactly right that it's totally the type of role and project that I look for and aspire to be in where it's, um, 
you know, I, I crave, I, I'm sure every actor feels this, but I, I crave, uh, an opportunity to, to dabble in a multitude of genres and a multitude of characters. And this movie is a genre of its own. It's, it's a comedy, but it's, it's an action. It's, it's a thriller. It's like, you know, it has, it's, it's such a unique combination of genres that makes it its own genre. And um, it, it was exactly, you know, the opportunity came to me and was like, yes, this is when you think about, oh, how do I want to, you don't have much agency as an actor, but the agency you do have to like craft a, a, a career or a, a sort of a resume of like projects. This is, this came to me and it was, it was like, this, this is exactly the kind of thing I would want to do this, this type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess I'm asking further on in that too, because you, you, again, because of what the script is, because of all the things that you just said, like, what was that first reading like for you? I, I mean, I guess it gets pitched in one way and I don't know what that is, yeah. either. But but then, <laughs> but then what was that when you actually, you know, get the pages? Oh God, I, I, I couldn't put it down. I loved it. It's in the same way the movie has such momentum and has such great pacing and there's never a dull moment. It's really, it's really action packed. I, I, it felt the same way reading the script. I, I read it. I read it of course in one sitting, but I read it super quickly was so into it. And, um, and I'm such a fan of Jake's as an actor and also as a director but I think he is, I, I, he as a performer, I just, I sort of just marvel at him. <laughs> like I kind of watch him perform and, and marvel at it and, and take notes uh, as an actor. And so, so knowing he was going to be at the helm of this, it was such an easy thing to sign on to. I, and the, the movie reminded me of that short story I read in high school that I've never been able to stop thinking about called the most dangerous game. I don't know if you've read that short story. Yeah. I, I, I didn't read the short story. I've actually seen the, uh, the 1930s movie. Though. Oh yeah. 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 I haven't seen the movie, but the, uh, but yeah, this, it reminded me of that. And I, I love the idea of, you know, having to rely on relationships and connection to survive. To in a truly life or death situation. I think that's such a clever premise and so ripe for conflict. Yeah. And it just seems like something that would actually happen when, when you, when you, totally. put, when you put the word dark web in, in any line, suddenly like, you get any license to do anything, right? <laughs> it's so true. Yes. It's so true. And I really, the, it was so funny how he wove in like Andy Samberg's just hired by this and he doesn't know anything about it. He's just like, yeah, I'll go do this thing. But he took the hour. job. Andy Samberg took the, job. took the fictional job as much as the real job too. <laughs> That's right. I'll throw that question out. If if Andy Samberg rolls up in a limo to you, oh, yeah. you don't know Andy at this point, do you get in? Yeah. I think anybody would. You get a chance to get in a limo with Andy Samberg, you got to say yes to it. Yeah. Say yes to the dress, you know. <laughs> it's only what comes next that maybe you 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 second guess a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Well, you can't you can't plan that far in advance. You just got to go moment to moment, and if that moment you know falls into your lap, you got to do it. Get in the limo <laughs> with Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Mary Holland. Talking about the multiple roles, you know, you, like Jake, writer, you know, Jake's writing, directing, and starring. Yeah. You as a writer as well, and and everything that you do. Like, do you see something in this production that you don't usually see? Like, I, I guess what I'm asking is, is it different when you're working with someone who's taking on those specific multiple roles? You know, it, with with Jake, it, it, he really made it look effortless. He sort of um, seamlessly transitioned between all those roles as we were shooting. Like I, on set, I didn't, I almost didn't even clock it when he would take one hat off and put the other hat on. It was, it was just sort of, it was, it felt effortless for him. And he also, I think, had assembled a team around him that really got his vision and what he was going for. And so, so he was supported in such a way where I, I think he was just able to kind of uh, wear all those hats simultaneously. Yeah. How does it work for you then? I mean, we'll back up to, of course, to the happiest season. Sure. Uh, that, yeah. That, that found you <laughs> playing the multiple role. Like, is it a big change when that happens for you? You know, it, 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 a little bit, but it almost, you know, that movie, Clea as the director, I definitely, once we had gone through the writing process and the script was, um, in a place where it was time for her as a director to step in and, and, and take it. it. It very much was like, yes, this is, this is Clea's movie. And so uh, I, the transitioning to being actor in that process was really straightforward and simple and felt very easy. Yeah. And Clea is such a, she's such a, uh, she's also such a brilliant director and, and had such a strong vision that, uh, it sort of was just really organic. It didn't, I, I never at any time was like, oh, should I, you know, what's my role as a writer in this? It was super clear. It was, you know, yeah. I got to fully focus on being Jane, which was a delight. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm sure, you know, everybody's different, but there are certain personalities, but there's definitely a person. And I, I guess I'm asking which you are, like you have to give up what you did at some point somebody's going to take that and make their own you know and yes. you have the people who's like you know the uh, the Aaron Sorkins of the world's like every word has to be specifically said <laughs> yeah. yeah I am not that at all I I also I also um I think coming from an improv background there's so you you can't really be precious about anything you create it's all very um ephemeral it all kind of and it shifts like you you come in with an idea and someone else responds to it and it changes that idea and so you can't cling to anything in that way and I think that's uh I find it to be beneficial because uh inevitably the idea gets better when people are able to build on it and change it and for it to evolve and grow so so yeah uh, I definitely don't get to attach to initial ideas. Um, 
And also like, I really respond well to authority. So whenever somebody is like, I'm in charge, I'm like, great, great, great. You're in charge. <laughs> I, I'm not in charge. <laughs> the same way on that. My my wife will say that's because I'm a Libra. I, I don't know those things, oh, I say yes. Oh, just say yes. yes. Because <laughs> what I do is I say the Libra, you just it's the scales. So it's like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's, yeah. it's the scale. I, <laughs> I've never thought of the Libra as being the this emoji, but that makes so much sense. Yeah, just <laughs> for me. You know, I don't want to think. Yeah, you I'm to balanced. Do, what to do. I see pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when I mentioned to my friend that we were going to do this interview today, Day and and I was going to bring up um, uh, the happiest season. The first thing she said is, "Please ask if she's going to do a sequel." Oh, oh my goodness! I would love it so much. I feel like I would just uh, to be in that world and to get to be with those actors and those characters more would be uh, d- uh, such an honor, such a thrill. And I really hope, I hope, I would love to do it. But we'll see. Putting it out there, where that's, that's what we're Putting doing. It out Putting there. it out there, yeah. Do you are you the type of writer that um, do you like to have the assignment given to you then, or or is do you like the blank page? Oh gosh, uh, I, I, both are great. Both both kind of lead to lead to creative inspiration in different ways. I, I think the. I, I like to have a a little some like a world or or a, a a character a little something to start off with like having a truly blank page where there's where I'm coming in with nothing is going to lead to more blank page. <laughs> uh, so I need a this is a little something a little detail something yeah. It's not just a type like I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to punch something out and no yeah. no I think what would be punched out would make no sense. <laughs> Um, as far as what else I, I was looking around, um, I mean, if IMDb is to be trusted, there does look like some other stuff out there with the, with the writing stuff. Sure. I, yeah. Of course I didn't write it. Not, what am I thinking? Was it Niagara? Was that it? Oh yeah. The, the, so Niagara Falls, that is a, a project I'm so excited about. I, I co-wrote it with my friend, Nora Kirkpatrick, who's, uh, an amazing director and we're, we're hoping to get, to make that but it's it's a really cool fantasy comedy romance movie that that um that yeah i hope we get to to bring to fruition somehow now i think i also saw the words lance bass on there <laughs> he did yeah lance bass and danielle fischel um brought me and lauren lapkus uh who's one of my best friends and um someone i write with a lot uh, they brought us on board to uh, write a movie about their relationship uh, because they dated when when uh, they were in high school. They Lance took Danielle to her senior prom. So it's a really heartwarming story about friendship and self-discovery. And uh, and yeah, that's another one that I'm really excited about. It seems like a perfect story to, to, yeah. to put out there. Yeah. yeah. I hope that one makes it all the way. I know that's I always a thing. So just because it's here doesn't mean it's there. And you know, No, exactly. God, if only IMDb was, you know, was the, would tell you tangibly what's happening. I wish, <laughs> it, I wish it did too. But, you know, I also think there, there is such a moment right now with the nineties nostalgia is a true, is a true thing that is happening culturally, but then also with my generation, you know, coming of age at that time, just kind of, looking back and and seeing trends be 
brought back into, you know, fashion circulation, all of that. It's just so it's uh, it feels like a good time for that that story to come. I will say my uh, my son is 16 and uh, when he takes a shower, listens to the same songs that I was listening to in the shower really in the late 90s and it's my wife says it's 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 a little bit surreal right yeah what kind of music was it like nirvana uh there was some nirvana a little bit later in the 90s he likes a little bit of the late 90s alternative in yeah you know, there, i'll hear some radio hidden but I also hear like lit and the goo goo dolls and third like oh, you know the it's goo goo dolls yeah. yes yes and green day mm-hmm. oh yeah a lot of green yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's, it's, it's a good, uh, that's it's what a good I, era so, yes. he's got good taste these guys, I didn't push it on him, but he took it himself. I'll take it. Well, good for him. <laughs> um, Self-Reliance, it's so good. This movie, I, I I really have been telling everybody about it. And uh, I love what you all did with it. Mary, thank you thank so much you. for talk about it. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. My thanks to Mary Holland. Self-Reliance playing now on Hulu. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. That way you get three new interviews sent to you every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions. Anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Don't forget to rate and review as well. And then after that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. You get four hours of classics, lots of 90s tracks, 70s, 80s. We do it all. You get the best in new music, bonus interviews, lots of music news as well. Uh, one of my recent episodes featured the uh, music of Lou Reed, Prince, the Ramones, Rat Boys, Counting Crows, R.E.M., Tori Amos, Leon Bridges, Spoon, P.J. Harvey, Bjork, Vashti Bunyan, Moby, Cake, Slow Pulp, The Beaches, Elvis Costello, Fleetwood Mac, Yard Act, Gary Clark Jr., Teddy Swims, V.V. Brown, Ben Folds, and my interview with Dove Cameron as we talked about her film roles and her music Just an example of what you get every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. And you can also catch me on any of the social media sites. The address is always the same as at Kyle Meredith. Please do like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. (laughs) Okay, bye. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.